And for the fourth straight season, Ricky McGill and Iona are going dancing. Quinnipiac to its second MAC championship in the last three years. A seventh straight tournament championship in the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. Hey, Chris, how you doing? All is well. Chris Williams here, a.k.a. Uncle Smoothie, MAC champion and Manhattan College Hall of Famer, ready to rock. Matt Chat. Here we go. And here is uh, Coach Nolan, and uh, we're Smoothie and the coach, um, 28 years at Fairfield University, um, four MAC championships, and loving the MAC. Spent a lot of good years in there. So we're excited to, to launch this MAC Chat men and women's basketball. A lot of love for the MAC here. No question. Let's get it, Coach. Now, you had to make me feel bad and say four championships. I only have one. You're going to say you have four. Come on, Coach. All I you have to say was you're a champion. We're both champions. But you had to make sure you set four. Uncle Smoothie only has one. But let's get it. Hey, you know what my <laughs> father used to say? A huckster never yelled bad fish. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of good stuff happening in the MAC. You know, it all started back with the uh, preseason picks. Uh, why don't you go over the men and I'll hit up the women. Well, again, Coach, a lot going on. Obviously, with COVID, we talk about safety. Again, coming out of last season, a lot of great things. The coaches picked their preseason picks. For the guys, the best team coming into this league is Siena. From top to bottom, they have a lot going on. Have to start with their coach, Coach Carmen. Really impressed with him. He had his team playing superb basketball to close out last season. The two things I love about Coach is his attention to detail, and he holds everyone accountability. It doesn't hurt that he has the preseason player of the year in Jalen Pickett. This guy is phenomenal. He's not only the best player in the MAC conference, he's one of the best players in the country. Yes, I said it, Coach. In the entire country, Jalen Pickett at 6'4", one of the best guards you will see. And he has a running partner. His name is Manny Camper. In my opinion, he checks off as possibly the best player in the league, meaning he can do a little bit of everything. He can put it on the floor. He gets to the basket. He'll dunk it. He'll rebound it. So Camper and Pickett are the base for that Siena team. But there's a one guy on this team I want everyone to make sure they watch. His name is Gary Harris. He's a junior, 6'7", from California. Last year, getting his feet west, used to being on the west coast, now on the east coast, has one year under the belt, runs the floor like a deer, dunks everything. I'm looking forward to seeing how excited this Siena team will be. The number two team in our league, the Iona Gales. Consistently knowing that Iona always bring great talent, you know they're going to be at the top of the pack. Last season, very disappointing year for Iona, but again, they always reload but they probably made the best splash of everybody. They bring in a Hall of Fame coach, Rick Patino. Rick Patino is in the Mac. Welcome to the party, Coach Patino. Love to have you here. Rick Patino automatically brings credibility to our league. Again, he's going to bring up the balance of the players and the coaches. One of my good friends said, smooth is all over. Give it to Iona right away. Not so fast, my friend. I don't want to give it to him right away, but coach will make sure everyone in our league will raise up to his level, which I think is a great thing. 
He has two very good guards to start with. Everything's new for Coach Patino, but the one thing about Iona you know is going to happen, they're going to consistently play defense. In the past, once in a while, they might not play defense all the time. I likely always talk about Iona State. They play playground playoff defense. What I mean by that is in the playground, you don't want to play defense, but in the playoffs, everyone says we're going to play more defense. They play defense for maybe the first 10 minutes, seconds of the shot clock, and then after that, hey, shoot the ball so we can score. Not with Coach Patino around. These guys will play for the entire clock this entire season. So you know you'll see that change, and we've seen it already. The two guards I, I talked about. You. I got to ask you, did you play yes, defense? Yes, please. Did you play Just defense? a little bit. Just oh. a little bit, Coach. A tad here and there because I wanted to be on the floor, but I like the score. So in, in fairness to those past Iona teams, they wanted to play for a while, but they know they can score. But Coach Patino will not go for that. He's going to have these guys playing defense from the beginning of that shot clock to the end. And another great Patino does. He will undress you. He will tell you what you've done wrong. But he has the beauty of letting you know, I love you and bring you right back. That's why guys play so hard for him. And that will be so scary with this Iona team. A guy I love, Asante Gis, 5'10", scoring machine. He will play well in the system. And a guy who's already benefiting Isaiah Ross, 6'3", 200 pounds, number 20, been shooting the ball well. These two guys will flourish in his system, and he has a rookie already who's been the rookie of the year, Nelly Jr. Joseph, 6'9", 230. So look for these two teams to be at the top of the pack. And the difference between these two teams, and I believe everyone else, at the mid-major level, everyone's starting five is good, Coach. What do you do with your second unit? Can someone come off your bench – players who can keep the level of play high or spark the team. That's where this second pack usually lose ground. But there's three teams I'm not going to talk about tonight who I think can maybe break in with some players stepping up. Mama tough. St. Peter's tough. Manhattan tough. Those three teams keep an eye on, but those two top teams, Sienna Iona right now lead the pack. Well, we know that I get excited, Coach. I get excited. I hear you. I hear you. Well, we've already seen some play on the women's side, but let's go over the, the women's preseason. Now, it was a little bit closer than the men. All right, top of the pack, first time, I know, dear to your heart, Manhattan College, preseason number one. And let me tell you, what a great job Heather Rowland has done. I mean, she took over the program and – I believe her first year they were picked 10th. And now look at the climb that they have made. Well, she's got two first-teamers preseason on her team. You've got Emily LaPont who can stroke it up, number 11. And she actually wears the same number as another Hall of Famer of Manhattan, Sheila Ty. Both from Staten Island. Both wear number 11. It'll be the last time after Emily's senior year that jersey's retired. So look for her. Look for Courtney Worley, who's underneath. She can rebound. She's fearless on the boards. Those two, one of the reasons why Manhattan was picked number one. Now you go to two, and there was a – Coach, can I jump in? You know I'm so excited. Can I, I jump in? I, I love Manhattan. On, I play in Manhattan. I'm a Manhattan Hall of Famer. Come on. Love what you just said. I'm going to give you a wild card player for the Lady Jays. I do cover them also. Dee Dee Davis. She will be phenomenal this season. She was out with a knee injury. Haven't seen her in a year plus. I guarantee 
all you Mac fans, she'll be worth the price of admission when you're watching on TV because we don't have fans just yet. But when you watch her, she'll be worth the price of admission. Dee Dee Davis, add her to Courtney Worley and Emily Appoint because all three of those young ladies are tough. And Gabby, because you was good too. I get excited. Coach, I'm so sorry. You go to number two, please. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but we don't have number two. We've got a two and three because we have a tie for two. Oh. Yeah, so that's how close you're talking about. 109 points to 108 points. So you're talking about a close, close call there. All right, tied for second, Fairfield, Stags, and the Quinnipiac Bobcats. Both mm. tied for number two. Now, Fairfield, Stags have Lopez, Senechel. Lou, when you can say stroke it, last night she scored. They had a career record 17 three-pointers by the team how Whoa. about that yes how about that Lou was player of the week and she actually scored six for eight from three so go ahead Lou oh yeah so when you are playing the stags you better know where she is you got to start covering her when she comes out of the locker room <laughs> She can drill it. She can drill from all over. And I had a chance to chat with her this week. She was uh, player of the week. She was preseason player of the year. Beautiful. Sweetheart of a player. Could not go home this past summer. She couldn't go back to Spain. So she stayed at one of her teammates' house all summer long to hone in on her skills. So Great. she's a really special young lady. So watch out for the stags. But then who do we have tied? The Quinnipiac Bobcats. All oh, you're smiling, coach. You're smiling, I coach. Have to smile. I mean, you know, when one of your own scored last night, when or rather on Saturday, when they beat, um, I'm trying to think, who, who did they play? On I know the magic number 450 is coming to my head. Does that oh, have anything to do with going on? Uh, absolutely. Okay. All right. They beat, how could I forget? Fordham. All right, on mm. Saturday, they played Fordham, and they won. went right down to the last couple seconds of the game, and that was Coach's 450th win. So, Congrats, Coach. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah, it was really, really – now, they also played Villanova, lost by three at the very end of the game. Buzzer, it was an exciting game, and they beat Providence. So – Already, they're out of the gates. They're out of the gates tough. Now, Coach has Michaela Morris underneath, a force inside, and then a transfer, Rose Caverly, who was already been named College Madness Player of the Week for last week. So nice. look for the Bobcats and look for the Stags to do some damage in the league. Got to just go down to number four because you can't forget the Marist Red Foxes. I was going to say, what happened to Marist? Please. Exactly. So, I mean, can you imagine Marist is a little bit down, so you know Brian's going to have a little chip on his shoulder. They're going to be playing with an edge and look for them to start knocking at the top. A lot of good players, a lot of good teams, but they're the top four right now. Well, again, when you watch that Maris team coach and I've covered them, their system just seems to win games for them. 
coach plugs in different people and they just play and they'll grind you out. So I look forward to seeing those top teams you mentioned. And, and remember, the MAC always has some surprises. So yes. you, you, know, you never know who's kind of creeping up. And I can see uh, Sienna, they have their, some players back who are seniors. Niagara the same way. So some younger players are now gotten a year older. And I'm, what I'm finding out, so many players could not work out on their campuses this right. summer, but they went home and they really honed in on their skills. The early games that I've already watched, very impressive with their skills. You know, a little game slippage because there's no scrimmages because of the pandemic. They haven't been able to get on the floor against other people. But I like what I see so far. How about that Ryder team? I know Coach Mulligan does a really good job with them. Obviously, they lost one of my favorite players of all time, Stella Johnson, who's in the WNBA, showing love for the Mac. But will that team be in the mix also? Well, right now they're 0-4, so they're still trying to find their way. But, you know, when you lose a pro like Stella, it's going to take a little bit. I don't know if people realized how good she really is. Oh, she was so awesome. First Mac really get drafted. She got cut, and then she got immediately picked up and made her presence known. So the people out in the basketball world, the WNBA, know about Stella. So Ryder's used to winning. So right now, you know, a little shaky. They got to figure some things out, but they will. And remember, a lot of these teams had to pause right. because of the pandemic. So some of them, especially when you're blending new folks, they're a little behind because they had to stop their workouts. Can you imagine after October 15th, you had to stop your workout? Oh, wow. my gosh. They're going through things that we never encountered. Give them, you know, give them high fives all around. Well, again, it's such a different time, Coach. We had an opportunity to talk to the commissioner, Rich Inser, and he was just telling us how the schedule's been laid out. And he's done a phenomenal job, he and his staff, and all of the MAC coaches controlling what you can control and implementing the weekend schedule. Can you kind of go into detail with the back-to-back -back games, which I think is unique, will possibly help getting through this scheduling season absolutely and also uh rich Enzer is going to be on here in a little bit okay but, great but they decided you have to get 13 games mm. so that's the nca minimum to qualify for the nca tournament this year and that doesn't sound like that's hard to do but think about it think how many games have already been canceled paused but you have to get 13 so the MAC decided that they were going to play Friday and Saturday the same opponent. So okay. when, they, when Manhattan plays Iona on Friday, on Saturday, they're facing Iona again. Both games will be at the home arena. So okay. they have to have 24 hours in between. And another unique component, they're going to have the same officials. So you best not get in somebody's ear. You're <laughs> going to see him again the next night. So you mean to tell me the officials for that Friday night will be the same officials on that Saturday. So if I get teed up on Friday, there's a strong possibility there's a grudge being held against me on Saturday? Well, that could happen. So you best not get teed up. <laughs> or after you do, you better go apologize before <laughs> that official walks off that floor. Because you know they're only human. But they, they figured that way if 
they can control it a little bit, cuts down travel costs, you know, cuts down overnight stays. And, you know, I, I, I do games like you. And one of the coaches of one of the men's games that I did, he was traveling down from New Hampshire. It was UNH was playing Quinnipiac. And when I talked to Coach Heron, he said, you know, we're going to get on the bus Saturday morning to drive down to play in Hamden. So the players mm. are going through different things, not that overnight where they got into the hotel, could do a little scout, shoot around in the morning. So some of that's not going to happen on the okay. you know, out of conference, but they will be playing Friday and Saturday. And how about, from what I understand, if the men are playing the common opponent, the ladies are playing that same opponent, opponent elsewhere. So if the guys are at home, the ladies will be on the road against that same opponent. Is that correct? Absolutely correct. So when Manhattan plays Iona, if the Manhattan men are at Manhattan, then Manhattan and Iona are playing women are playing at Iona. So okay. same opponent, one's home, one's away. Sounds great. I love it. And remember, no it. fans. So No fans at all. So we're going to bring them all of the information. Right here. We bring all the, the information chat. so everyone has to make sure they have to watch Matt Chat, which we're here now. Matt Chat with Coach and Smoothie. And you have to make sure you watch us when we do our broadcast because we're going to give you everything. No fans are allowed. Will we restructure that at, at any point? Will it be revisited? Uh, revisited in January. Okay. So right now, that's for the month of December. And then they're going to revisit it. They already have a tournament booked in Atlantic City. So the MAC tournament will be again in Atlantic City. So and everyone's trying to stay, you know, healthy, get those 13 games in. Right. And also remember that Friday, Saturday back-to-back -back games allows for a Wednesday possibility game or a Tuesday for any kind of makeup. So the okay. commissioner in his his wisdom has built in if someone has to pause some time for them to play the game so they can get that 13 games in. So it sounds like he's done his due diligence with his staff and the coaches and everyone's come together. Obviously it won't be pretty, but they're going to try to work their way through this. Now, when you say come together, can you imagine all of the coaches in this room and they're deciding that they're going to give up a home game and they're going to have to either play and back to back at that first, I'm sure proposal. I could just see the coaches going like, Oh my God, you're kidding me. You're kidding me. But they all came together. As you just said, they want to play the game. They know they can only control what they can control and what they're doing to really get their players out on the floor has just been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Correct. I mean, they're testing. Remember, all of the players and all of the support staff coaches, they call them tier one. They're tested three times a week. Wow. So every athlete, every coach, assistant, three times a week. So these, these players and staffs are really, you know, doing a lot to be able to get out on that floor. Well, coach, from a scheduling standpoint, I know a number of coaches that I've spoken to. How difficult has that been? You as a coach kind of put us in the mindset of how these 
games are being rescheduled two days before and on the go, someone cancels and you try to schedule someone in. And whereas we've seen here with the Mac, some teams haven't played any games yet, whereas other teams have gotten in four games because of just possibly being able to schedule someone with their availability. Can they get to my gym? Can I get to their gym? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you look at Manhattan had to pause. So whoever they were playing against, all of a sudden, there's no game. And that's and then people get on the, the phone. And this is where relationships are so important. So all of a sudden, Villanova, for instance, was supposed to play Manhattan. Manhattan goes on pause. All of a sudden, you go to the phones. We need a game. They call right. up in Hamden, and they, that's how the Quinnipiac game got scheduled. But it was the day before. So you wow. know, as a coach, as a player – you know, you're ready for game prep, you know, the scout, the assistants. Can you imagine being an assistant? All of a sudden you get the phone call, do the scout. You're up all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I don't listen. I just want to play. I don't want to deal with all that coaching and scouting. I'll give you the player perspective. You stick to the coaching coach. All right. Well, how, how do you feel? All of a sudden you're going to play Manhattan game gets canceled. And now a coach comes in and says, okay, now you're going to play Villanova tomorrow. What do you think? Put me on the floor. Play? I'm ready to play. Let's go. Let's play some ball. With that being said, Coach, let me get into some players really quickly, and we can bring on the commissioner. You can rock and roll from there. Again, I'm talking about the first team coaches poll, all-MAC men's squad. First guy I'm going to talk about, Casey and Defo from St. Peter's. This guy does a little bit of everything. About six, seven, can guard one through five. Probably the best athlete in the conference. Excellent bounce, plays with a chip on his shoulder, the epitome of St. Peter's basketball, always angry. Only seen him smile one time. That was during the awards ceremony with us last season, and we had to force him. But this guy plays with a lot of hunger. Again, a winning player. They don't run a lot of plays for him, but he's so athletic, runs the floor, has a great motor. Look for him to make things happen for St. Peter's. Marcus Hammond, Niagara, a natural lefty. Kind of reminds me of Nate Blackwell, one of my childhood idols who played at Temple. Does a lot of things to get himself free to shoot that lefty jumper. And when he gets it off, it looks so smooth. And you know I like the lefties. So look for Marcus creating space for the lefty jumper. Deion Hammond from Monmouth, picturesque jumper. As perfect as it can be, goes straight up, comes straight down. He's had the green light since he was a freshman. He's a senior now. He can get to the basket. The one thing I loved about his game last season, he goes off one or two bounces now to get himself in the mid-range. He doesn't always settle for three, and he has good bounce. If he gets to the lane, he'll flush it on you with two hands. Plays very well with yellow sneakers. That's an inside joke. Next time you see him, ask him about yellow sneakers. Manny Camper. Talked about him earlier. Plays for Siena. In my opinion, probably the one player in the MAC who's the ideal type MAC player. There are a couple of guys you look at in your conference, you say, that guy will always do well in our conference because he can do everything very well. Similar to KC, but much stronger. Can put it on the bounce. He can get to the rack, shoots the jumper mid range, but he does all the things to help you win and he compliments the next guy 
the returning reigning player of the year, Jalen Pickett. I said it earlier, one of the best players in the country. I'll say it again, Coach, one of the best players in the country, not just our league, in the country. Lou Olson, watch. This guy does it all. He plays one or two plays ahead of everybody else. Basketball IQ, off the roof, out the roof, all over the place. He gets everybody else involved, but he can get his when he needs to. Those top five guys are guys we need to watch in our conference because they make things spin. And we got to talk about Coach Patino, who made the biggest splash because he makes everybody else better. Rick, welcome to the family, baby. Well, I'm going to get a chance to, to see uh, Coach Patino this week up, up at the queue. Now, Tell him Uncle Samuel, say hello. I shall. Now, let's look at the uh, women's side. First, from Fairfield, all right, Katie Armstrong. Katie Armstrong Ooh. is a guard forward. She's a matchup problem. She can hit the three. You come out and you run her off the line. She's going to take it to the hole. She can also mid-range jump. She can post up. So she's mm. that matchup problem. Lou, I'm going to save Lou to the end. Now yes. you have Juana Chameleon. All right. She is from Iona. She's a speedy guard. She's someone that you have got to not take your eyes off of because she's going right by you. She uh -oh. saw a matchup problem where she is crafty, but boy, can she stick it and can she get to the hole quickly? Your two Lady Jaspers. Okay. Let's go, Jasper got, fam. All right. You've got Emily LaPont. Now, you know she can stick it from the outside, but also what I think that she's developed over the summer from what I hear is she can take it to the lane now. You know, you just can't guard her from the outside. Get rid of that one-dimensional. You know, there's a lot of good coaches in this league. They're going to yes. figure out your game. You got to add to it. You got to make sure that you perfect what you can do, but you got to add to it. And Emily has done that. Courtney Worley, and a nightmare for everybody, you know. Philly love. Yeah, she, uh, nightmare underneath. She is so strong, fearless. You know, she'll use her body. She'll box you out. She'll go anything. You know, she's one of those terriers underneath the basket. She will really post you up. Every time there's a shot going up, she's involved in the play. So you got to watch those four ladies. But those special one, unanimous choice, player preseason of the year, Lou lopez Senechel. Now, she... I. I had a chance to interview her this week. Such a humble young lady, as I said earlier. But, boy, does she have game. It's her mm -hmm. senior year. She knows she's got to be the leader. She's not afraid to take the shot. She's one of those silent leaders. You know, you don't know much about that, you know, being silent. But she, <laughs> she's one of those silent leaders. But she does it by her game. I mentioned what she did against Hofstra. She's someone, you know, six for eight. She's 74% from the three. Wow. Think about that. Yes. And she's taken and, and she's ranked third in the country, but you got to take at least five to get into that category. She'll take more than five. So there are your five players, some really, really great talent in the MAC this year. Well, I definitely wouldn't be humble if I was shooting the ball from three at 70% or plus. Again, I need to take away something from a number of these players in this league. There's a certain humility across the board with coaches and players. 
which is a great thing about the Mac. And I tip my hat to everyone. Absolutely. But we're trying to remedy that. We're going to bring them attention. Because well, listen, you just call me a big mouth, in other words, Coach, and I'll continue to be a big mouth because this is Mac Chat, and you need to give the Mac some love with Coach and Uncle Smoothie. Absolutely. Now, Uncle Smoothie, do you have a category for a player? If people want to nominate somebody, what's your category? Of course I do. Again, Uncle Smoothie's smooth operator. Simple as that. And we're going to go with Isaiah Ross. Isaiah Ross, 6'3 guard from Iona. Again, he's playing in Coach Patino's system. First two games, 20 to first game, 33 career high in the second game. Isaiah's playing very good basketball, shoots the three. Again, it looks like his frame has gotten stronger from last year. This guy is ready to rock. And it's two things I love about what Isaiah has going for him. He wears number 20. That's the number I wore, Coach. And he's a lefty. That's what I was, Coach. I like that. If you ever watch my broadcast or listen to my broadcast, three things off the bat that I love. If you're a lefty, you get love. You wear number 20, you get love. Last name Williams, you get love. And if you're from Philly, you get love. Isaiah checked off two right off the bat. My good friend Jalen Daly. Again, Daly Dose. Basketball connoisseur. Insider for the Mac. Sent me a message when Isaiah was on a roll. He said, a guy like Smooth would love to hear this. So he has to be my smoothie, smooth operator, player of the week, Isaiah Ross from the Iona Gales. There you go. Well, I've got a coach's choice. So every week I'm going to be looking at these different players. And like the preseason poll, I have a tie. Oh. So I got to keep everybody happy. So I have a tie for coach's choice. First pick, no, I got to go with Lou Lopez Senechel. I mean, oh, you knew that was coming. Her, I knew that was you know, coming. After talking to her and then watching her on tape, the game against Hofstra, you know, they had a little rough going in their first game against UMass, but then she really got it cooking on their Hofstra, and that game was away. So she was shooting on not the hometown rims. So mm -hmm. I really like what she did, but I, there's a player on the – Bobcats team, Rose Calvary. Remember Ooh. that name. She is a transfer from Vermont. This past week, College Madness Insider picked her as player of the week. Double figures in the three games. Two of those games against Big East teams, one against the Atlantic 10. Watch out for her. They're my two coaches' choice for the week. I love it. Good stuff. Speaking of Quinnipiac, one of my favorite players is on that coaching staff, Jen Faye. I had to give her a shout out. I recently saw her name, giving some love to Coach Ravi for that 450. But again, I used to call her when I broadcast games. And when anytime Quinnipiac came to Manhattan, she's a professional scorer. So I know she brings a lot to that staff. And those young ladies can learn a lot from her. Absolutely. And this past week was her birthday. So shout out to Coach, to coach Faye. Her birthday, spend it at a game as we Happy all. Happy birthday, professional score. Can she still give you buckets in practice? I know a lot of those former players still can get into those workouts. Oh, I'm, I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does. Haven't been to a workout, not allowed right now, but I'm sure she does. Sounds great. Well, Smoothie, what do you think? Good week coming up. It's Mac play coming up. So Showtime. Showtime is coming very, very quickly. So what do we think about the upcoming games? 
Well, again, the game I have circled, Coach, and you mentioned it really quickly, it's been moved to ESPNU, uh, Quinnipiac at Iona. Again, we're going to have to showcase our guy, Rick Patino right off the bat. But I talked about him raising the level of players and coaches. And I loved what Baker Dudley said about Coach Patino, understanding that, again, he's going against a legend. He can learn from this, but he's not shying away. So many good coaches in our league, I know they won't, but they'll have to learn. They have to bring their A game because Coach Patino will out-coach you in a second. So I look forward to this game on Friday, ESPNU, on the big stage, Quinnipiac, Iona. Let's get it. All right. And, you know, a couple great women's games coming up. Uh, interested in that Fairfield-Siena game. You know, Siena, um, you know, is always in the mix. You know, yeah. they're, they're just kind of like knocking on the door, always in that mix. And then I also like the Marist-Canisius game. You know, mm. I don't think the Buffalo schools get enough love. You know, they're way up there in that cold great point. area. You know, and, you know, Scott Hurt has really done a great job with that team, rebuilding that program. So that's on my radar as well. I like those games. Again, the game I'll be covering on Friday and Saturday myself will be Ryder at Manhattan. Again, we talked about the back-to-back. I think that's a great start for Manhattan because you have a young Ryder team. They lost a lot of pieces. However, Coach Baggett, I think he's got those guys playing hard. And the one thing you know as a coach, anytime you have young guys playing hard, you never know because they don't understand they shouldn't be winning. They shouldn't win this game. So they've come into Manhattan and won in the past. So that can be a good game to watch on Friday and Saturday because the Jaspers haven't played any game thus far going into the max season. Well, eat your heart out because my game on Saturday is Iona Gales against Quinnipiac up in Hamden. So I don't have the Friday game, but I got the Saturday game. So And then uh, it's going to be exciting. So we'll see. And I think that back-to-back is very interesting. You know, think about you need depth now. You know, the teams are going five, 40-minute-plus players. Can they have the legs to play on Saturday? Going to be interesting. And I talked about your second unit. Again, can your second unit give you something? Obviously, in the back-to-back, if someone plays a large amount of minutes in that first game, in the second game, you may have to rest someone can someone come off your bench and give you a good spark to keep your team even or get them over the hump? So those are the top teams I talked about, Siena and Iona. I'm looking for their second units to be a little bit better early. However, other teams in our league, they have to show and prove. And you talked about that Buffalo crew up there, and you're so right. The Niagara's of the world, the Canisius of the world, sometimes we don't give them much, much love. I talked about Hammond, Marcus, he goes to work for Niagara. Coach Policy does a great job. Their backcourt is solid, but can they get some a third score or a fourth score? And Canisius, Coach Reggie Witherspoon, he's up there just grinding away. Doesn't say much, very humble, but when his boys come out, you know they're always playing hard. So, again, I'm looking forward to those teams. They've been picked near the ladder in some cases here. But, again, in our conference, Coach Van Gundy, He said it time and time again. He's a basketball junkie. You see him on ESPN. Talked about when he watches the Mac. He said he wouldn't be surprised if everybody turns up 10 and 10 at the end of the season because everybody beats the heck out of each other. 
Absolutely. It's a grind league. You know, yes. every, everyone goes at it. You're talking about great coaching staffs. Bench assistants are fabulous. You know, it's it, great ball and it's a war every single time. You think about going up to the Times Union Center, playing oh my Indiana, how hard that is. Going to Monmouth in that beautiful arena. Jody Gray, mm -hmm. Jersey Strong. I mean, you name it. And it, it really is a league that anybody can win. We know some people, are, they think they're at the top. Can their bench help them out that second night? That's the thing I'm focusing on. Correct. Correct. I think that's a great point. And I think you made an excellent point about the fans. Without fans, because you talk about playing up in the Times Union on a Friday night when the Siena fans come out yelling and screaming. They may be as rude as possible, but they're great fans. You don't have that. Going to play Ryder on a Friday evening when the fans are right on top of you. I don't know how they get them so close. They won't be there. Manhattan on a Friday night. And here's a good one. St. Peter's on a Sunday in the past. After a good Friday, come to St. Peter's on a Sunday. You know if you're not ready. Before you know it, you're down 10, and it turns into a 20-point game. Without the fans, these games will be a little bit different. Can you muster energy from your bench? Again, can they give you energy if they're not playing, not pouting, and giving you bad body language because you need energy in your gymnasium? Those are the small things I think the good coaches – who will pay attention to detail like you used to coach will make sure their players are cheering and yelling and screaming and that good energy is in the gym without fans being there. Well, it, it, it's, you know, it, it's really a, a tough task for the players too, because remember they have masks on when they are sitting on the bench. Ooh. Yes. And so are the coaches. What's fun to watch the coaches with their masks, trying to talk to the officials. You know, and so it's going to be a whole different season. It is so yes. many things you can look at, but you know what? We are all so grateful that we yes, have indeed. this season. You know, I really, really want to compliment the players who have stayed healthy. You know, they've isolated. There's nobody on campus. Remember winter break, how dull it would get. You were the only right. people on campus. Well, that's what's happening to these players right now because mm -hmm. most schools are remote. So they're there by themselves. Sometimes their meals are being brought in. They're not going to the local restaurant. You know, mm. you know, or no campus, you always had a little place, gave you a little cheeseburger. No question. No, no question. Can't do that right now because they have, they're in a bubble. So I really can't compliment the players and their staffs enough to give us such great chances and opportunity to watch them perform a game that we love. I mean, I, I can't say enough about them. You're on the money, Coach. You're on the money. Yes, indeed. Well, Smooth, you think it's ready for Mac play this Friday. Here we go. Coach, I'm excited. I'm more excited. Again, Mac chat is a hit thus far. With Coach and Smoothie, listen, I'm looking forward to a game tomorrow to get one under my belt. I know you have a couple to get this thing going, but when we get into conference play, it's a totally different animal. As we know, we've experienced it and broadcasting it, understanding that both leagues in most cases have been one bid. I know the ladies have gotten two in, and that's another thing you would hope that credibility that Coach Patino can bring. 
I would love to see two teams get in from the men's side that would bring our conference to a new level. One team gets an at-large, and then we can get another team who wins that conference. That would be a good look for our conference to get two teams into the NCAA tournament. Absolutely, because that's what it's all about. March yes. Madness, that's what it's about. Now, what do you think, Smoothie? How about we ask a fan, give us a name of one of their favorite players, and we'll mention them here. Let's have a fan favorite. What do you think? Coach, I think that's great. Obviously, we don't touch on everyone. Sometimes some players go under the radar or for some apparent reason, even though we cover almost all of it, somebody may say, listen, you didn't say nothing about my daughter. You didn't say anything about my son, my nephew. Tell us, send us their name. Tell us what they're doing. If it's proven, we will mention them and let the people know on Mac chat that they belong and it gives them some conference love because this is about making sure players, coaches, everyone around our league gets love because the Mac needs to be noticed and it's starting now with Mac chat. I talked about my good friend, Dalen Daly, does a really good job with college basketball, a Mac insider, Daly Dose. We're going to get him on here because he goes from cover to cover, but there are a lot of people who do this. There are a lot of players who run to the, under the radar. I was one of those players, coach. In all my four years, I was never all-Mac performer, and it used to be having me pull my hair out. But the great thing was I was able to sacrifice so we could win a championship. Those are the players you want to make sure you recognize those type players also. And when it's all said and done, I'm a Mac champion, and I'm a Hall of Famer. How can you not be an all-Mac performer and be a Hall of Famer? Who knows how it works? But I'm the living proof of it, and there's players in our league. Let us know who they are. Give us some information. You can email us. You can DM us. Again, I'm here, Chris Speak, on Instagram. Here, Chris Speak, on Twitter. Coach, what are your handles there so they can find out where to catch you? I'm Diane Nolan on Twitter. I'm Coach Nolan on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Hit me up anytime. Yes. I got to mention four players. All right. Let's hear them. Talia Thornton and Aja James from St. Peter's. One was Rookie of the Week. One was player of the week a week ago. And this week, Lou Lopez Senechel and Caitlin Weimer from Marist. So we got to St. Make Peter's sure. team is good also, Coach. We After talk Mark about Mitchell them. has them playing. Yes, they, indeed. NJIT, little robbery there. They won in overtime. So I want to mention those four players because we're going to mention anybody and everybody that we can. Mac Everybody love. deserves love. Mac love. That's a hashtag. And we starting a new one. Hashtag Mac chat. M-A-A-C-C-H-A-A-T. Two, two A's in there, coach. Double it up for the double A's in the Mac. Well, it's a double A league. Here we go. <laughs> you are sharp tonight, coach. Don't give us everything. Don't give us a full course meal. Save it. Save something for later. All right. Well, Smooth, I guess our time is wrapping up. So stay safe out there. Make sure that everyone stays healthy. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. And let the balls begin rolling on the Mac. Coach, I agree with all the safety deals. Always in closing. As a speaker, my platform is positive energy is a gift. Be a giver. There you go. Last question to you. What's on Let's your playlist? It. 
What are you listening to right now? Give me one song. Ooh, one song on the playlist. Right now, I'm really digging Tony Braxton. Love her new album. She gets you going. Uh, I can't even think of my favorite song off of it. But again, Tony Braxton, new stuff. I love her. Let's get it. All right. Here we go. Bruce, Jersey girl. Here. <laughs> let's, let's do it. I love it. Love, I love it, Coach. Shout out to our guy, AJ, putting everything together. He's our dude, the production cat. Again, mad love for everybody who helped us put this thing together. All right. Here we go. Peace out. Till next week. We out, Matt Cat.